When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Stand by. The vacuum tubes are warming up. This is a special live broadcast. Right here on Georgia Radio. 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 Hello. This is Wade with Matt Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the Tuesday night show with uh, Georgia Folk and Farm Life on the air. And we're glad if you join us and uh Hope some of you can call in, but right now we're going to start off the show. We're going to be talking about Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving traditions, and we, we're blessed to have Faye Stapleton Burnett with us. Hey, Faye. Hey, how are you doing, Wade and Matt? I'm well. I'm over here. I'm, I'm recovering. We just had a house. We had the first wave. You know what I mean? The first wave of oh, yeah. Thanksgiving come through tonight, so it's yes. fun. We had... We, tonight was not Thanksgiving fair, and I said in the newsletter when I sent it out earlier today, we, it smelled like minestrone soup in here. We had that for mm-hmm. lunch, and then it was like all kind of a, an Italian fare tonight. It was nice. It was nice. Good stuff. Yeah, yeah. I remember when you, now I realize that minestrone is Italian. I started accusing you of being a Yankee. No, but, no. Uh, yeah. No, no. It's, it's way, way over. The, the... Speaking of which, now, you know, Faye, her roots go way back in Georgia. They, they go way underground and come yeah. back up over several <laughs> counties away and then over Canner County and, and – uh, uh, well, what's the Stapleton uh, County? Jefferson. 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 That's right. It's in Jefferson. Yeah. yeah. So my roots are in the same area and my family, but mine don't, uh, her, her family's, we're kind of, we're in the lower strata of the dirt. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I always kid Faye about having those illustrious ancestors at, that my family worked for, or her, you know, they, yeah, so. <laughs> I'm always impressed with Faye's uh, knowledge of her family history and and uh, just so many things that Faye. And by the way, if you don't know Faye, Faye uh, was the the one of the Randy Olive and Faye encouraged me to start this group uh, in 2016 and uh, have been a you know great inspiration. Faye's a retired dentist. She's married to uh, she was Stapleton. She was the daughter of. Uh, Leroy and uh, Sunil Stapleton uh, from Matherin and also from Stapleton, that namesake town for her great great grandfather. That right? Uh, yeah, one great, but that's good. One great. Okay, I always I always add an extra great. So many greats. Yeah, there it's, you go. It's just an honorarium I give to. I grant to him. I give him that extra great just for the kindness of my heart. But um, yeah, Faye is. Uh, she's a retired dentist. She's married to Brock. He was a retired minister, and uh, they. Uh, lived in Winder for a good many years and practiced there and and, uh, and brought uh, priests there, right? Yeah, he was at First Presbyterian in Winder for 31 years. That's right. Yeah. So, so when Faye said Presbyterian, some of you cringe because uh, <laughs> <laughs> we, love, well, we love the Presbyterian. Yeah. I don't mean cringe in a bad way. I mean a good cringe. 
Yeah, well, you, you know what they say, Presbyterians are nothing but Baptists with a drinking problem that don't have enough money to be Episcopalians. I so love that. I yeah. never heard that. I really, <laughs> I, that reminds, that's kind of like I told Matt this week, it is an old thing that people ask, you know, what's the difference between a Baptist and a Methodist? And the standard comeback is, is uh, well, the Methodists will speak to you when they see you at the liquor store. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And Baptists <laughs> won't. But... <laughs> But I say the reason I, I just, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about the uh, Presbyterians uh, is because most of us around here are Baptists or Methodists, one of the, one of those other. So you 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 kind of infiltrate some Yankiness into phase <laughs> very very profound Southernness. Well, what, uh, what I was I was a Baptist the first 25 years of my life, and then the. Presbyterian for about 39, and so now I've, I'm at the Methodist Church. If I live long enough, I guess I'll be something else. I don't know, but anyway, um, you know, it kind of doesn't matter. It's, it's just a matter of where you're comfortable going, so it's all... Well, I'm just trying to insult as many people as I can <laughs> right now. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah. I, believe me, I've got some people outraged some wonderful Presbyterians right now that are, you know, foaming at the mouth, but... There you go. Uh, well, well, you the reason, know, only we're, we're bringing this up is because we're talking about Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving tradition. So uh, when you bring in Presbyterianism into Thanksgiving, maybe that's, you know, it changes things. So what I was thinking today that probably your, your typical Thanksgiving meal now is like uh, pumpernickel bread, a goose. <laughs> they have a, they start out with quiche. Now, come on, Wade, yes. you know, you know, your, your Yankeeism is better than that. <laughs> no, no, we we're actually pretty traditional. Yeah. yeah, pumpkin pie. But you know, Wade, when we were when I was thinking about tonight's program, and I think about Thanksgiving, I think we all sort of reflect on Thanksgiving's past, and we think about the people we've gathered with, and we think about the place we were at, and then we think about the food we ate. And you know, most of us that are old enough. Many of the people we grew up with are, are passed away now, and all of us, well, many of us can't go back to that exact location, the old home place. Everybody doesn't have that available, so we kind of default to thinking about the food. We want something to remind us of, of the past and, and the memories we've had, so I think that's why everybody gets so caught up in how they want the Thanksgiving meal to be prepared. They want to kind of reenact or relive, you know, their childhood or their growing up years. That's just my thought. Well, you're right. And it tied right back into, I guess there's very few things that Southerners are more adamant about and defensive of is their religious denomination, um, their Brunswick stew recipe, and Thanksgiving dinner. You know, Christmas dinner is not that traditional. It's, you know, it could be most anything. But Thanksgiving, at, at our house, it was, uh, some people had ham. We had turkey. And if we came to the table and Mama cooked the ham on Thanksgiving, we'd have been, we'd have, she'd have had a mutiny on her hands. Right. Well, it, it, not that we didn't like ham, but it was Thanksgiving and you had turkey. A uh, hen wouldn't have done. But she had, th- she, and, and Mama made uh, great dressing and corn corn uh, bread dressing and, and she would make uh, a smaller pan of uh, oyster dressing, and she used sage, 
and uh, she would stuff the turkey with. So, uh-huh. so, but you go on Georgia Folk and Farm Life and mention sage. Uh, people want to fight about sage. We we talked about that today, Faye, didn't we? About how yeah. sage is controversial and why I don't know. Well, I I think dressing probably dressing is one of the most. Yeah, it's probably right up there at the top of the most controversial item. You know, cranberry sauce is controversial. How you cook the turkey? Not. I, There's only one. Well, you jellied, I think, but yeah, but, in a pan. Know, but, um, yeah. but you know, the whole this whole thing. Everybody wants. Well, most people want what their mama. You know, everybody wants their mamas. You know, exactly. and, and and I'll tell you, Wade. Um, you know. Brock, having pastored for many years and counseled many couples before they get married, uh, you know, that's that's an essential part, you know, <laughs> to get some counseling before you get married. Everybody thinks that what's going to break up your marriage is, marriage is sex, but that's not it. It's usually okay. money, money. And then the number two item he would counsel people about after he talked to them about, you know, managing money is where are you going to spend the holidays? Because I'll tell you what, it creates a lot of fights with a lot of couples. Are they going to his mama or her mama's, you know? And I'll just go ahead and tell you, men, just go ahead and give in. She needs to go to her mama's. Just get over it. <laughs> yeah. the, the right? benef- yes, the benefits outweigh the, the, uh, uh, yeah. the negative series. Happy, yeah. happy wife, happy, happy wife. wife. Yeah, <laughs> I, is, there's a lot to be said for that. That's right. That's and right. usually your wife's mama's a good cook anyway, you, you know. So Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, are you, are you cooking things at a traditional Thanksgiving this time? Or are you going somewhere? Or? No, we, we are going. My husband's brother and his wife live in due west, South Carolina, which is about 35 miles from here. And Brock went to Black Mountain, North Carolina yesterday and brought his mother down, who's in her 90s, and um, we usually gather at his brother's house. And I will tell you that it's it's a little different way because since I travel 35 miles, they usually ask me to bring one item to Thanksgiving dinner. And what, paper plates or ice? No, it's worse than that. It's lettuce. <laughs> lettuce. <laughs> lettuce. Yeah, and, and I, I, I can't. I don't know if they're being kind to me by, by thinking that I don't need to work so hard or either they think I don't know how to cook. I don't know. But every year, nobody eats lettuce on Thanksgiving and nobody eats it. And so I have been taking smaller and smaller quantities. I'm, I'm down to like the little takeout size from Wendy's. Oh, nobody's going to eat it anyway. So, you know. I think you ought to take a Brussels sprout this year. Just tell them, <laughs> tell them it's this, you know, it's a singular, a single, a single sprout, sprout and just say smallest, the worst smallest head heard. I could find. Yeah. yeah, I've ever heard. Can you bring yeah. some lettuce? Yeah. Well, and I'll say that Brock, Brock is dutifully, um, he, he's a good husband because he always, when we come home, he has to tell me that he really does like mine better than anybody yeah, else. Right. Dress, he, I will him. tell you. You better Brock tell me that. Brock is a good that. man. He, he really is a good is. man. He, <laughs> <laughs> well, Faye, this year, you know, I've known as a fairly good cook, and I do, and I have a stump smoker, which is very makes me very popular with people around the holidays because oh, yeah. they, you know, want me to do the, you know, cook a great smoke of ham or turkey or you know, so many things that you can make in that stump smoker. But uh, this year, um, I had an, an 
every aunt and uncle. My uncle died, and my aunt, she's one of the sweetest people you'd ever want to meet, and she's blind. And But her family's having their big Thanksgiving meal at her house, and I was invited. So I'm going, and, and I'm not going to cook or take anything. I don't even have a head of lettuce. Wow, okay. I'm yeah. just going. This, this is the first Thanksgiving in years that I'll – not cook anything, and I'm just gonna go and enjoy, and I'm gonna eat whatever they have, and I'm gonna be satisfied and like it, because I know them, them, uh, my cousins and their their uh, in laws they can cook. They they are all great cooks. So. I think you ought to take some lettuce, though. I really do. I mean, yeah. maybe Faye would share the recipe with you. <laughs> yeah, I might. I might get one of those bags of bags of lettuce already, right. you know, chopped up. Shredded, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. can't do that. You gotta you gotta go all in, way from scratch. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, I, I did want to mention, Wade, and, and you and I have kind of hinted about this, but um, looking, you know, I'm already looking forward to, to next year, uh, Thanksgiving, but, and I wanted to let people know um, that there will be, there's going to be one change in that bill <laughs> before Congress that, you know, passed the House, the bill back better. There's one change in that bill that will affect Thanksgiving next year if it passes, and people need to be aware about this. Um, and it has to do with, you, you know, the issue they have with the cows causing, you know, problems. I mean, the, yeah, you know, emissions, yeah. cow emissions, cow emissions. Uh, cow emissions. Okay. I don't know, <laughs> but what's going to, what's kidding in that bill and people haven't really exposed it. There is a provision there to, to take Durkee's French fried onions off the market so they will not be on that green bean casserole because they cause the same problem in humans that cows have. I just want people to know that. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not going to get into partisan politics. But when no, they it's take not. It's not. It, it causes the same problem. It doesn't matter to you all. Canned onions? Canned oh, onions. Yeah. Canned onions. Yeah. I've never heard that. <laughs> you don't get it. Look, you you go to a church dinner or or a family holiday dinner, and somebody made green bean casserole with those crunchy Dirty, canned onions. canned onions. Yeah, they're dried canned onions. Yeah, they're, they're, yeah, each little piece of a turkey's onion when it when it enters your gastrointestinal tract, it turns it's into a full blown onion. Yeah, each one. Yeah, <laughs> it plumps up. I'm just yeah, telling you. Yeah. So, so <laughs> hang on a second. Hey. Durkee related flatulence. Yeah, wow. it does. Durkees. Oh man. Yeah. Did you you, you didn't hear uh, you didn't hear today's episode of uh, True Stories from the Trailer Park, where the no, whole I the didn't. whole septic tank blew up. I mean, that was the problem. So <laughs> well, it, it could have something to do with this. It could have been those onions. <laughs> it, it might well have been. Yeah. Well, if you're traveling, and the other thing is if you're traveling on Thanksgiving and you've got like a bunch of kids and all in the car going home for like several hours journey, don't don't be eating that green bean casserole with the turkey's onions because it's not going to be good. I'm just saying. But, I know what Matt's yeah. getting for Christmas now. <laughs> yeah, I'm ready. Onions, got, yeah. Onions, yeah. <laughs> turkey, onions. Do we have a caller on? we have a, any callers, Matt? No. You want to give out the number? Let's give out the number, and we might get somebody on the air with us. Yeah, and then I want to I want to talk a little bit about uh, our uh, our shop Georgia campaign because uh, uh, you mentioned that stump smoker, and that's made right here in Georgia by by somebody right. nonetheless uh, who's a big time participant on Georgia Folk and Farm Life. So I was hoping you might yes. give him a plug. We we posted in the newsletter today um, of, of two well three businesses. Uh, that are part of our Shop Georgia campaign this year, Imperial Pinworks, which is great, uh, Mark Turcott, uh, Majestic Frames, and then the third one uh, is an author, 
Frank Allen Rogers, who's also a member of Georgia Folk and Farm Life. He writes right. Westerns. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. So give the number mm-hmm. out, Wade, if you, if you have All a right. chance. The number, if you want to call in the studio line, is 678-390-8633. I'm ready to mash the button. Eight, three nine zero eight six three three. Yeah, you'll be ready. You have poised to mash the button. Yeah, and Faye was saying there's a little bit of a delay, so if you call in, turn your speaker down uh, yes, just a little bit, and then yes. you can you can listen over the phone. Yeah, uh, well, speaking I, of mm-hmm. stump smokers, I I tried to get a call through to Thad uh, Estes today, my buddy that that uh, owns stump smokers and. Uh, Thad's a busy man, and he said he'd call me back, uh, message me, but he never did. And I'm, you're being reprimanded on the air right now, Thad, for not calling me back. We were going to get you on the air tonight, so uh, yeah, it's uh, you missed out. But we'll we'll get you on here another night. But uh, we wanted to get you in on the Thanksgiving show, and uh, but now hey, what were you hey, about? I, I don't I don't even know. I know you were about to say something fake. I'm, your about, I'm about to say something, Wade. Um, <laughs> Wade, Wade, did you know today was my birthday? No, I did not know today was your yes, birthday. Yes, well, anyway, it, it is. I'm 64. But what I was going to tell you, um, I looked back, because, see, some years my birthday is on Thanksgiving. And I looked back over the last 64 years, and nine times out of the 64 years has my birthday been on Thanksgiving. There's a complicated formula. You know, you have to calculate leap year and all that stuff. Right. But um, there may be some callers out there that have uh, birthdays around this time of the year that you know hit on thanksgiving periodically i mean it's uh, so my, my dad was uh, born on uh, november 28th of 1920 and, and occasionally his uh, yeah. birthday yeah. Would, would fall on uh, thanksgiving and he, he always liked that yeah well it, it was it was a bummer when you're a kid because you know you it, you know they're doing the turkey thing and it's your birthday you don't want to do that but anyway. some years uh, <laughs> my birthday falls on halloween Yes, yeah. Oh, wait. I did remember that, Wade. Well, happy birthday, Faye. Well, thank yeah, you very birthday, much. Faye. Thank you. So I have but, a question um, here for you uh, about about Thanksgiving traditions. Uh, on, on the turkey, if, if there is a definitive southern way to cook it, uh, it now, now because you mentioned smoked, there's a lot of folks that are smoking turkeys, a lot of folks that are frying turkeys, and that's the best thing in the world to watch on YouTube if you haven't done it. Yeah, uh, or baked. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah, when they fry it up well, and they forget to thaw it out and all kind of, I mean, it's just unreal. It looks like a volcano. But uh, what I, I do you recommend? Matt, I'll tell you, you know, I like turkey anyway. You know, fried is fine, all that kind of stuff, smoked. But if you want good dr- gravy to go on your dressing, you need to bake the turkey. You just do it. Right. Because that, well, that's, well, yeah, we go to the, the drippings, yeah. There was only one way to uh, people cook the turkey, and that was to bake it in the oven. And it has only been in the last few years that uh, when that uh, frying turkeys uh, became a fan. And I like, I love fried turkey. I've fried many of them myself. Uh, never burn the house down. Uh, <laughs> right, yeah. But uh, I, I've smoked turkeys, and I tell you, a smoked turkey is really great. But just like they says, it doesn't really... Does turkey, if if it's cooked and do, done right, it doesn't matter how you cook it. A turkey's good. They're good people and they're good eating. <laughs> we got a message that came in on uh, Facebook Messenger here uh, that I'll read to you, Wade. It said, uh, I heard you talking about cranberry sauce again, but you failed to mention that Ocean Spray was the brand 
that those nice little ladies served Jesus at the Last Supper. That's from... Uh... Yeah, well, that's true. You know, <laughs> you have to go back to the King James Version. They, some of these modern translations have left that out, Matt. <laughs> that the little old ladies that served yeah. the, the Jesus at the... Uh, it catered the event basically for Jesus they're, they're, that night. Catered the event. They so they did, and I think oh. Jesus asked them specifically for mm. ocean spray can cranberry. He told them not to make that stuff with the real. He said, you know, he knew his daddy made the cranberries <laughs> and everything else, but he didn't mean for us to eat them. Uh-huh. See, that's how it works. And there's there other go. things in the Bible that we eat we're not supposed to, and that, and that was one of them. But Jesus didn't make a big deal out of it because he was a nice guy. He was the ultimate nice guy. But he did ask the ladies to specifically, not Clover Valley, not IGA brand, yeah, huh. and not Piggly Wiggly. Well, I don't think they had a Piggly Wiggly in, over there in Maybe. Jerusalem. You know? I don't know. Everybody's yeah, just send your hate well, mail on in. Yeah, there you go. Nothing to do with a pig wig. You know? Yeah, well, that's what I'm saying. A Piggly Wiggly yeah. was probably not big in. Well, it's good stuff. It, it is good stuff. I, I'm happy to report that we now have an authentic cranberry dish. Uh, to serve the uh, the now the holy ocean spray, the holy yes, um, will be serving it on it on its own tray, and it, I found they have them on eBay. Uh, you can get it's them. It's the authorized version of cranberry sauce. You know, yeah. it's like the King James Bible is authorized. Well, that's yeah. the authorized cranberry sauce. Well, there you go. So we've got it, and we don't have the spoon yet, but I'm going to find one. So I've got can. one. I've got man. I've got a silver cranberry sauce spoon that's embossed with little fruit and stuff. Man, that's high living. That is high living. I may give that to you to take to the side of a can of turkey fried fried onions for Christmas. Wade, can I I refer back to the turkey for just a second? Sure. Um, I looked up today, you know how you look up the newspapers from the day you were born or the year, you know, people like Mm -hmm. to do that. And I looked back to 1957 to the Jackson, Georgia Progress Argus for the uh, for the week I was born, and interestingly enough, that year turkeys were thirty nine cents a pound, and and I find it fascinating that uh, Food Line in Metter, Georgia, had turkeys for thirty seven cents a pound. That's sixty four years later. If you bought a certain amount of food, they were they were about the this same. This year, this year, I'm just saying, wow. yeah. And then, but I've seen turkeys everywhere lately for like 89 cents a pound on sale. So, I mean, if you think about it with the farmers and everything, that is, that is just that simply is unbelievable yeah. that you can, you know, that the turkeys have, when you look at the price of other items that were listed in the grocery store in that time, like cars and other things, um, houses, I mean, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's just, it was just interesting to read about what, you know, what life was like. I got another. I got another question that came in here on Facebook Messenger. Uh, mm-hmm. This one's for April or from April. Dear Miss Faye and Wade, should <laughs> April April? I, I I'm going to read it, but it says uh, should should dressing be crunchy or not? There you go. No, this sounds like on the uh, edges. Yeah, yeah, around the but edges. Not, you not in the center. Yeah. Yeah. It should be mushy in the center. But mm-hmm. a little crispy around the edges. That's Cornbread my dressing. Uh, yeah, that's she goes right. on to say it shouldn't have celery, should it? Uh, <laughs> yes. Oh. Crun- yeah, but, yeah, crun- no, not you, crunchy you, celery. That's no, what you, she's saying. So. Look, look, the way my mama made it, you chop up your celery and your onions, 
and you boil them in a little water with the butter first and tenderize them before you put them in your dressing. That's yeah. my opinion. So there okay. you go, April. You can tell your mother-in-law that they should not That's be right. crunchy. <laughs> Which yeah, reminds, no. reminds me, you know, I've been on a, you know, I feel the same way about celery as I do Conway Twitty, and I won't say how I feel about <laughs> either one, but I no. feel the same about both of them. But, but I did recently discover uh, there are certain spices and seasonings that I never use. You know, you cut Georgia Baptist people, there's certain things that just anathema. We see them at the store and we're like, mm, I don't know who buys that. <laughs> because as you said earlier, mama didn't use those and granted it. But in trying to get more modern and open to new ideas in my older years, uh, I bought actually well, kind of accidentally bought a, a, some celery salt and I never used it. That's I smelled of it, and yeah, I said, yeah, I smelled pretty good. And I discovered that there are many dishes that uh, if you don't put celery salt in, you just throw them away. They, they, I, I've fallen in love with celery salt in modest amounts. But certain seasonings and spices, like that Estes turned me on to smoked paprika, and I mean good quality, like Badia. And, and, but you have to use, go back to sage, smoked paprika, Celery salt. There are so many things like that you have to use in moderation, or you you can make a dish with them, or you can ruin it. And that's where people use too much sometimes sage, and it's, it was better. And I can't stand sage. We use too much, or you didn't use good quality. We talked about that. They mentioned uh, talk to us about sage and what the difference well, between good sage and bad. Well, I don't know. I'm not a fan of using fresh sage in like dressing. I just put a little powder. But you know, like I mentioned, a weight. I said most people. That say they don't like it, don't realize if they look in their poultry seasoning, one of those mixed spices, right. uh, they're, they're going to find that it's in there. So yeah. I think people really would miss it if you didn't have just a little bit. You don't want to well, really taste it a whole lot, though. You don't I told you this today, Faith, uh, a lot of people don't, a lot of people remember this. Sage was one of the few uh, people that, especially people that made, that cooked a lot or made sausage, uh, pork sausage. Uh, if you if you made your own sausage, most of those people grew sage and red peppers, and they would uh, they would make sausage basically with salt, black pepper, red pepper, sage, and that was about it. And uh, they would usually grow a few sage plants around the chimney outside. It was kind of a protected place, and then you'd go out and um, if you were making sausage or cooking a poultry dish, uh, maybe chicken and dumpling, chicken and rice dressing, whatever, they would go out and pluck a couple of leaves and put them on the old wood stove to dry out a little in advance and then crumble them into the dish. So sage uh, was very popular. Uh, and, and to me, sausage and dressing and a few other things really needed. Here you yeah. got another one here uh, from Byron writes in and he says, uh, Dear Wade and Faye, I, uh, I shot and, and have frozen a wild turkey that I got in South Georgia this year. I've seen several ways of cooking it. It's just my wife and I. Uh, do you have any suggestions for wild turkey breast, which is what we're having? That's from Myron. Well, well I have never cooked a wild turkey. And I, I know they're either. probably more flavorful and maybe a little leaner, but uh, it, I, I would say just cook them uh, like, you know, I, I, a turkey breast, I smoke it. If you have a smoker, smoke it. You can't go wrong. Um, yeah, Byron, when it comes to wild turkey, I suggest over ice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 
knew that was you coming. Know, <laughs> turkey. That's what. That's what I'd recommend. Yeah, that's what I'd recommend. Hey, um, what, Wade? Before we get gone, I've got Brock sitting here, and and Brock, um, as you know, has a has a wonderful speaking voice. Oh yeah. I would I would love it if you would give him just a moment to. This read is the Presbyterian very, minister, right? Yeah, this yeah. is the okay. Presbyterian. He has a very good speaking, but. Here is the Thanksgiving little little poem, a short Thanksgiving poem from 64 years ago in the Jackson newspaper. Will you allow him to just read that briefly? Of course. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know, you know, Wade, you know how small my my hometown was, Wade? This is no kidding. We we had a Presbyterian church, but we didn't have a Presbyterian minister. So we had to, <laughs> we had to bring one in. He he was a retired Methodist priest, uh, a preacher that, that used to come in. <laughs> They kind of turn into something. <laughs> Your Presbyterian Dr. Doty. Was a phony Methodist. Yeah, he was a fiery Methodist. Uh, Dr. Doty used to come and speak. So this is fun. We'll, yeah. have, we'll have Brock on here. This is yeah, great. can Brock go ahead now? Would that be Hit okay? Her. Welcome, Brock. Give thanks for little things. Let me be glad the kettle gently sings. Let me be thankful just for little things. Thankful for simple food and supper spread. Thankful for shelter and a warm, clean bed. Thankful for friends who share my woe or mirth. Glad for the warm, sweet fragrance of the earth. For golden pools of sunshine on the floor. For love that sheds its peace about my door. For little friendly days that slip away. With only meals and bed and work and play. A rocking chair and kindly firelight. For little things. Let me be glad tonight. Amen. Yeah, and the people amen. said amen is right. Well, that was fun. I, I yeah. love that. that. Y'all talk just a second. I've got to go check something here. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you never, never know about what we're going to hear the toilet flush here in just a minute, Faye. That's, yeah. the, that's what I'm worried about. That was that was no. great, Brock. Thanks for, for sitting in on that. That was well, really nice. Thank you, Brock. Brock is not from the South, but he got here as quick as he could. Um, and I, I do love to hear his speaking voice. Well, so I found out you. the other night, you, you like looking way in the Wayback file. So my grandmother, yeah. Frances Maureen, uh, uh-huh. her, her mother, Lula Ann, uh, was the daughter of a lady named Susan Key. Susan was a daughter of Mary Polly Holcomb, uh, who became a Burleson, and she was from Georgia. So, you know, okay. Wade, Wade likes to joke about me being from Texas, but but see, way back one, two, three, four, it, they started in Georgia. So, I this is were a the, home. This is a homecoming. Keys? Yeah, were the Keys from Georgia? Your no, keys? It, she was a Holcomb. Mary Polly Holcomb became a Burleson and moved to Texas. So. I, I had to leave. I thought I heard had a visitor. And I had to go check, go check the door to see if I just thought probably a wild turkey. Yeah, yeah. It was probably <laughs> wild turkey. Yes. <laughs> well, you know, or people, somebody that had some wild turkey. Yes. Well, you know, Matt, if you go back into the early 1800s, I mean, they weren't they were from somewhere else. Yeah, you know, everybody was. East. They sure weren't everybody. from down there. Yeah. 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 Now, they're, they're, hey, let, let me get yeah. let me uh, interrupt y'all, which is what I do. So I'm, you know, uh, we were talking about early Thanksgiving dinners. Um, most rural folks around here, uh, some did, but going back in the 1800s and early 1900s, um, I like to go far enough back that there's nobody alive that can argue with me about this. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
people bake hens, maybe a, a couple of hens on Thanksgiving or ham. Turkey didn't come in until much later. Uh, there were wild turkeys and people did eat them, but but the commercial turkeys weren't available in you know in lot of, But I've talked to a lot of old people and they remembered eating uh, baked hen, hens yeah. and dressing uh, for Thanksgiving. Listen, we had ten of them about three years ago because the turkey. <laughs> the, this was when we were over in the Middle East, and the turkey got left out all night by accident, uh, and so I had to run. <laughs> We had a house full coming, right? We had everybody coming over. So I had to run. They were coming for a real American Thanksgiving. So we had to run out and and literally get like a dozen. These were not big hens. These were tiny, tiny little chickens and and clean them and, and you know, slaughter them and all the, the whole thing. And then we had, oh, we had chicken. <laughs> we had it didn't say anything. sliced it up, you know, and oh, yes, yes, here you go. Turkey gravy on it and save the day with those chickens. Now, giblet gravy. Here's a you know we there are so many uh, components of a of a Thanksgiving meal that are controversial. So giblet gravy. Now, is it giblet or giblet? Do you call it in our family? It's giblet. Giblet. Yeah, giblet. Yeah. Well, and and it's made with cornstarch and chopped up boiled eggs and liver and gizzards and the, the leftover pieces. You know that you pulled out of the cavity as it was, and. and that's what you make giblet gravy, and you put it on your dressing. And uh, there are many different ways to make it. But we 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 spoke about the uh, uh, pumpkin pie. A lot of people like pumpkin pie, but traditionally in, in Georgia, in this area in the South, it was sweet potato pie and because they were everywhere. And that's and uh, the, a lot of people think they're the same. They're not. Sweet potato pie is much superior. And uh, yeah, far superior. Yeah. You talk about Ghibli yeah. gravy. I, I had a friend named Connie, and when we were in high school biology class, and they cut that little piglet open, and she looked inside. Oh. She goes, she was she kind of looked at it, and she said, "Well, where's the bag?" And I said, "What do you mean, <laughs> Connie?" And she said, "Well, it, none of that's in a bag, like the turkey." <laughs> just that's kinda, hilarious. Just kind of stopped, looked at each other, like, "Well, it's nature. Yeah. It's nature's bag, Connie. Yes, it's right it's here." Yeah. Yeah. Yes, were you, you were going to say something, Faye, before we jumped in. We just got a few minutes left here, but but go right ahead. Uh, no, I'm just I'm just sitting here on my other computer, looking looking back at the newspaper the, from from Thanksgiving week. This was 64 years ago, Thanksgiving week. They have a 1958 Ford advertised a new car, and it is terrific. It saves up up to 15 percent on gas. And that's because it has a Ford Interceptor V8. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. So here we are with our Yeah, the less gas you use. That may be yeah, yeah. right. yeah. We can't get them to do that now. Yeah. That's right. We got a good one here, and I'm going to read it. This one is from Olivia. Olivia writes in it. She says, hey, I've enjoyed the show tonight uh, from up north, uh, but you failed to talk about the greatest family tradition uh, of all for Thanksgiving, and that is the afternoon fights. <laughs> well, there you go, Olivia. Well, she goes on to our say, "Our family were mostly <laughs> fat people. They ate a lot, and so we didn't feel like fighting. We well, we felt like fighting, but we weren't. You know, the spirit was willing, but the flesh was weak. We we were up to a good fight, but we just let things slide because we were too full and fat to really engage in a fight. So well, you yeah. got that whole you got that whole tryptophan thing going on, and yeah. and uh, 
you know, chicken actually has more tryptophan than than uh, turkey does. But really, tryptophan is actually a precursor of serotonin. And any of you that that are, that know what serotonin does from you, it's kind of your be happy uh, uh, hormone in your body. So eat more turkey. There you go. <laughs> well, we should we should end on that one, I gather. But yeah. Well, that's that's a great one. Well, Olivia, I wish you the best. She went on to say that it's her two uncles, and for the last. She said, for, for my whole life, I've never remembered a Thanksgiving dinner where one of them didn't try to throw a punch. But now they're, <laughs> she said, now they're in their 80s, so we'll see how this year goes. Well, well good luck, Olivia. From, yeah, stay away from religion and politics. It'll be all right. <laughs> good luck, Olivia. Yeah. What does that leave? <laughs> you can fight about the giblets and the cranberries. Yeah, the giblets. Yeah. There you go. Yep. All right, Wade. That was fun. Was thank you, Faith. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. All we go, and thanks to Brock. I feel like we need an ending prayer or something now to send us on with. But uh, yeah, Brock could do a bit of Thanksgiving benediction here for us. We need it, but he's probably already he's probably already back on the sugar cane or something, boiling it down. (laughs) He probably is, but you know, we just need to remember how much we all have to be thankful for and who we have to thank. That's why it's called Thanksgiving is because it's a day set aside where we should be thankful each and every day, but a day set aside, especially for being uh, thankful is a good day. Yes. All right, Wade, you want to, you want to send us off? Well, we yes, I, Faith, thank you for being here. Thanks as always, Matt, for having me and making this, this possible, this dream possible. And, Thank you to everybody that's listening. Uh, those that listen this week on the podcast, join us and go to the georgiaradio.com. Google it. Go there to the homepage. Listen to great music, other features, they, that podcast, and you can listen to the episodes, including tonight and all past episodes. And thank you, Faye, again, and thank you for everybody for listening. Uh, thank you, our Heavenly Father, for making life and liberty and the greatest nation in the world possible. And this Thanksgiving week. Thank you. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Good night, Wade. Good night, man. Good night, Faye. Good night. Good night. You've been listening to the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Show here on Georgia Radio. Join us every Tuesday night at 730 for another episode of the Georgia Folk and Farm Life Show. And if you're uh, if you're into old country and new country and a little bit of it, uh, join me, Matt Jolly, on uh, Monday through Friday, uh, 10 a.m. till 2 p.m. We have some great music laid out for you all Thanksgiving week here, and I think you're really going to enjoy it. If you have a request or a dedication, you can always send it over via Facebook uh, right there at Georgia Radio on Facebook. Thanks again for tuning in. We'll talk to you next week for an all-new Georgia Folk and Farm Life radio show. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.